0: going to jump right into the topics of the day. Yes, the Ukraine war is still going on, unfortunately. Um, Really, this podcast isn't about the Ukraine war, but um, it is related. So I probably will be mentioning it just because it's important, but um, my focus, once again, is January 6th. Uh, the insurrection and the people involved. So there are two names that keep popping up. Uh, Mark Meadows, who um, you may remember, he is, uh, I believe, the second-ranking senator um, in the Senate, and he is now being grilled uh, by the media because he uh, apparently registered to vote in a location that he didn't reside in. And they have documentation to back this up. So what does that mean? That means that he tried to uh, vote illegally. And um, once again, just another example of uh, these individuals and their inability to um, understand and follow rules and regulations, and even in this case, the law. Because he is a proponent of uh, the election, the last presidential election, and how he is out there saying there was fraud committed. Yeah, the fraud that was committed was by you and your party, individuals within your party. Um, So you are not allowed to um, uh, be a siren for um, the election, and about how there was fraud um, in the election, and then you being part of the fraud. So either you have a direct um, knowledge of the fraud that was committed by yourself, and that's what you're referring to, or um, you uh, don't understand what fraud means. It's very confusing, and you know. The part that I really want to focus on is the um, background and the skill sets of these individuals. And I had already mentioned in a previous pod about Mark Meadows and his background. You know, he was born in France. He wasn't born in the United States. He, his background is um, being a waiter at a restaurant and um, delivering food and everything else. And now he um, is on the Senate, uh, in the Senate, and is a, um, a Trump supporter a uh, vigilant Trump supporter, and um, a visitor to Mar-a-Lago every other week. Um, And he continues to deny that the election um, was valid. This is a problem, see, because he continues to go out there and say the things that he's saying, and yet doesn't have the capacity or the intellect to be able to follow his own um, set of rules and policies. That's the problem. It's because these people, they say things on um, the media and yet in the background and in their personal lives are committing every crime that you possibly can commit. That's the problem with this 45th administration. And that's the part that I keep uh, referring to. And there's a lot of other things that are going on in the background with this guy. Um, but uh, you know the media only picks up what they can in their two-minute sound bites but this guy has a a serious, serious problem. And, you know, we look at it like, oh, it's just a technicality, whatever. This technicality that he's referring to is the same thing that they're trying to do to take away your rights to vote in certain states across the United States. See, they, it's it's, are two phases. You say one thing and you do another. What's good for you is not necessarily good for everyone else. That's the problem with these people. And I'm gonna talk about him shortly, but there's another character that's in the media and I've been wanting to talk about him for a little while. His name is Madison Crawford. You know who he is, he's that guy in the wheelchair. Um, he's a very good looking man and that's the only reason that anybody pays attention to him. They're like, oh wow, this guy is really handsome. What does he, what does he have to say? Well, I'll tell you what he has to say and it's a bunch of nonsense. And I looked at his background and hysterical. Homeschooled, um, so therefore he didn't go to a normal school, which is fine, but if you don't understand history, how on earth are you supposed to be able to uh, protect the Constitution that you said you would? And I think that's a large part of this problem is that we have a lot of senators and a lot of representatives who lack the skill sets and the intelligence to be able to protect the country. That is the problem. Madison Crawford, the wheelchair guy. And i, I it was interesting to find out about this guy because I always was wanted to know what his deal was. Um, apparently he was in some accident, his friend fell asleep behind the wheel and um, he smashed into a, a bridge and uh, Crawford was in the passenger seat and unfortunately he was injured and now he's in a wheelchair. But that's not even um, relevant. What is relevant is that he continues to say things that he should not say. Um, and one of the things that he just recently said was that Mr. Zelensky, the president of Ukraine, is a thug. And then, of course, Dum Dum, Mark Meadows, Dum Dum number two. Mark Meadows, you know, he censored him and said that was incorrect. Well, too little, too late. This nut job, Crawford, is out there on the daily saying things along with those other ones. Um, I don't even know their names, I I, I hear I read them and then I forget them immediately, but it's that female, I can't remember her name, she's some senator from Arizona, she's a representative um, another nut that just um, is continually spouting nonsense, but he's right there with her. And he was actually at the January 6th um, riot with uh, Dum Dum 45. He was in the wheelchair, you know, raising his fist and doing, wheeling himself around or whatever he was doing, but he has a pattern of saying things that are nonsense. And one of the things he just said is that Zelensky is, um, that Zelensky is a thug. I had to reread it. I'm like, what did he say about him? That Zelensky is a thug. See, this is what I mean when I say loose lips sink ships. He's an American. We're at war with an adversary for the most part. They don't call it a war, but pretty much we're at war. He is throwing grenades in the direction of his own army, and once again, my background, military, how do I protect the national security of my country um, as a uh, private citizen, um, and how I do that is by identifying people like this. See, these people are nothing more than Benedict Arnolds, and they, um, for whatever reason, have a uh, motivation to go out there and pick up Mr. Vladimir Putin and raise his flag um, and put ours behind it. That's the problem. And his homeschooling never taught him um, history, obviously, because America um, has always um, has always, had the same position with the USSR. They are our adversary, they always have been. So, why the Republican Party and these people, Madison Crawford and Mark Meadows, uh, feel that Putin is some sort of um, rock star is a problem. It's a national security problem. And he is another example of this party that are throwing grenades in the direction of our own army. See, who slips sink ships? This is. So there's a few disclaimers that I have to note. <laughs> one being uh, Mark Meadows, who was um, Dum Dum 45's chief of staff. I keep saying that he's a senator. I think he was at one point, but he left because he wanted to be Dum Dum's. Um, Chief of Staff or whatever he was, he was he was in the mix of it with Dum Dum Forty Five, and the other um, one is um, the wheelchair guy. His name is Madison Cawthorn. Madison Cawthorn. I keep saying Crawford. See what I'm saying? I'm terrible with names. Once I read their name, I try to forget them because they're that irrelevant. Um, so that's my disclaimer on those two. Uh, And also, I'm not going after him because he's in a wheelchair. I'm just going after him because he's an asshole in a wheelchair. One doesn't uh, negate the other. Uh, So uh, I just read a a second ago that there is uh, more information coming about um, Lindsey Graham. You know Lindsey Graham. He's that queen from, I think he's from South Carolina, you know, I do declare I'm so Southern. You know, he's that guy. You know, he's um, half a sissy. And um, he is, uh, he, on January 6th, uh, informed uh, Donald J. Trump that they were going to invoke the 25th Amendment. And that would require Pence, the vice president, and other uh, individuals, probably senators, to remove Trump from office that day, if he didn't come out and say something uh, to the rioters and the conspirators and the treasonists and the Benedict Arnolds that were tearing down and burning down my house called the Capitol, they were going to invoke the Twenty-fifth Amendment, and that's why Dum Dum went out on TV and did what he did. But he didn't do it all, you know. He still said he loved them. Um, which he still does. He hasn't said anything about that. So, you know, that's an interesting little bit of information, and I think that kind of is giving us a, a bird's-eye view into what was actually going on that day. Um, they were going to throw this bum out because they finally had realized um, what had happened. But then, you know, the attorneys probably got together and said, we can ride out this storm, um, and we can still stay in power uh, because, you know, we're, we're going to keep fighting the fight. They're fighting the wrong fight because they're traitors and treasonous. But um, that's an interesting little tidbit of information because a Lindsey Graham, the queen of all queens, um, is uh, or was uh, spearheading the 25th Amendment. That's an interesting little uh, bit of information, I have to say myself, because the 25th Amendment is like... Um, You know it's the uh, emergency break the glass we've got to we have an emergency you know um, red alert and uh, it's interesting to now see that Lindsey Graham is you know licking dum-dum's ass every chance he gets and was going to throw the bum out on January 6th but because he went out and you know gave his little spiel um, with his hands tied behind his back because he somebody told him that um, he's gonna lose voters if he doesn't Um, that's why he did what he did because he does not regret what he did one bit and he is just in the middle of the storm and it just continues to get worse So there's some new information regarding one of the conspirators in treasonous and Benedict Arnold's by the name of Enrique Tarrio, who goes by Henry Enrique Tarrio. I mentioned this guy before, but this uh, document was just filed by the prosecutors last week, and it's called 1776 Returns. And it was a document that was... Uh, sent out his posse and all the nuts that follow him um, uh, regarding how they planned on attacking uh, different government buildings. It was not just the Capitol. They were um, planning to occupy um, six House and Senate office buildings and the Supreme Court on January 6th. This was their plan. And this was uh, obviously a document that they distributed throughout all of their fellow criminals and wanted to occupy these buildings. So there was intent, there was planning, there was a strategy um, to stop the election as well as quite possibly take over uh, some government buildings. So this was, you know, they call it a lot of things. This was a terrorist attack um, by treasonist, um, and they should be, you know, a lot, some of them are getting like three months in jail. The, this guy needs to go away for a long time. And I did some research on this Enrique Tario. Uh, there, uh, no mention of his education, probably because he doesn't have one. Um, he's from Cuba uh, or his is from Cuba, born in Miami. um, Uh, Raised in little Cuba. You know, typically you can't find out where people went to school just by Googling them. You know, this guy, there's no background of education, obviously, because he's um, a derelict. But, um, you know, this just gets worse and worse. And a lot of the information that they were trying to do uh, during this time of January 6th conspiracy... They were going to attack, and the only reason that he was not at the Capitol on January 6th was because he was arrested two days early um, destroying a Black Lives Matter uh, banner or uh, some sort of advertisement. He got arrested, and he had weapons on him during the time, But that's the only reason he wasn't at the Capitol, because he was already arrested two days before. And he is being um, defended by an attorney by the name of Naib Hassan. So, oh, and he's a criminal attorney. And when I say criminal attorney, I mean an attorney that's a criminal. Um, So he protects white-collar crime, federal crime. So he basically looks for... Runs around looking for criminals so that he can protect them. Mr. Naib Hassan, um, who went to uh, South Florida University or somewhere in Florida, and um, went to some law school that I've never heard of. I don't even know. Who, you know, this, these law schools are pumping out attorneys that don't know what they're doing, and this is the this is where we are today. And yes, he has a law degree, but that doesn't make him. Um, holier than thou. That makes him a weapon with a degree. And what he's doing now is he's protecting a a criminal. And um, yes, everybody has the right to, um, um, everyone has a right to an attorney, but that doesn't make it right. Right? This criminal attorney or an attorney who's a criminal. And the nine-page document recommends recruiting at least 50 people to enter each of the seven government buildings and advises protesters to appear unsuspecting and not to look tactical. So these people were planning. How he can say that he wasn't doing anything <clears throat> illegal is um, is um, unbelievable. Um, so... And they had this document, they wanted people, you know, they have this all recorded and documented. They wanted people to um, occupy these buildings and to chant, we the people and no Trump, no America. (laughs) Really? No Trump, no America? See these people, these, who knows who these people are and their backgrounds, they're so un-American that they are embarrassing. It's embarrassing for them to say that they're American and to um, espouse the things that they're saying in the name of America. See, it's almost like they're double agents or something. It's bizarre. They also wanted them to scope out um, road closures and have scouts and roadblocks, and they wanted people to not wear their normal clothes Uh, their normal um, gear that they would typically wear. Um, The Proud Boys extremist group would wear like um, polo shirts and some stupid, who knows what they were wearing, but they wanted them to not wear that stuff that day so that they could kind of blend in. This is what you call a terrorist, right? A terrorist is going to um, try to blend in and then attack when um um unsuspecting people are trying to go about their daily lives and these terrorists and these treasonists are in the in the shadows waiting to um attack real Americans. This is the problem. And then we have attorneys like Naib Hassan, um, who is protecting this criminal. It's just it's wrong and it's un-American. This is un American, right? This stuff right here. And He was arrested at a black church, this Enrique Henry Tario, who doesn't have an education, and um, was a... um, He worked for the federal government. I believe he worked for the FBI. He was a snitch. So not only is he a criminal, but he's also a snitch. (laughs) I mean, it's just... It's so sad who these people are. And that's why they resort to dressing up like a militia.